Welcome to the 3-29-2023 edition of the Sports Ethos NBA Today podcast. I'm going to be your host today, Kenny Taylor, to break down this 10-game slate that's just looking as ugly as ever. We got a couple good matchups in line, but we also got a couple blowouts, potential blowouts at least, in mind as well. Um, So if you don't, already have it hopefully you have the dfs pass where you can get all this late information about lineup changes who's in who's out so you can actually you know adjust your line so you can have best dfs line of the night with all information so gonna be skipping a few games uh from the get-go um bucks pacers rocket nets and Jazz Spurs are going to be the three games I'm going to be skipping. So we're just going to turn this 10-game slate into a seven-game slate. There will be values in those three matchups. But since this is just an early primer, there's not enough information to really give you um, who's going to be um, who's going to be valuable when the time these games are actually starting. So to get into our first game that's actually only has a four point spread and actually have some playoff contention. Um, it's gonna be Heat versus Knicks. I really do feel like Brunson news is gonna be something to watch for this matchup. If Brunson is in, I really do feel like he will probably be the best player in this matchup for a point per dollar value. But again, Need to wait till news happen to see if we're really going to get that value for 7-5. But if everything stays is, I feel like quickly is a little too overpriced to play in cash. But if you want to use them in a GPP, I really feel like that's going to be a player. You can get with an upside of possibly 45 DK points for 7-8 on a 10-game slate. I really do feel like you get them at less than 5% ownership. Um, outside of that, I do feel like we need to wait on news about Butler playing or not. Um, if Butler is out, I'm going to have a little bit of interest in, um, hero for cash games when it comes to GPPs, I always feel like Caleb Martin is a nice little GPP play, especially if Butler is out. Um, if Butler is in, I might have a little interest in Kevin Love at four, two for GPPs. But outside of that, I don't have too much interest in any of the other Heat players. On the New York side, um, if Brunson's playing, like I said, I'm going to have interest in him. Probably going to be one of the chalkiest players on the slate at this price tag. And I feel like this is somebody you would have to play in both uh, GPP and cash. Um, Outside of that, when it comes to New York, I really only have um, some interest in Hart or Grimes, either plugging one of those into a GPP, um, possibly a cash game as well, um, depending on who your spend-ups are going to be. Really do feel like those two players will probably give you about 30 minutes. And while their ceiling is at the highest, (laughs) um, you're always going to get a good floor with them. And I do feel like on a 10-game slate, you can get away with that in a cash game pretty easily if you only get about 15, 20 points from a 5k player um moving on to i guess you could say the nets competitive matchup on paper um dallas versus philly um 
lately, I, I don't know how Dallas really been playing. I've been getting them a little wrong, but in this scenario, I feel like if um, Embiid's playing, I'm probably won't have um, I probably won't have interest in any other spend up outside of Embiid. Um, I really do feel like this will be a crazy upside spot for Embiid. And if he does play in this game, is competitive. I really don't see how he don't get you close to 70 DraftKings points if you're giving him 32 minutes in this matchup. But let's just say if Embiid is out, I really don't have too much interest in Philly players outside of little interest in Paul Reed. I really do feel like if Embiid's out and he's getting about 20 minutes in this spot, I really don't see how he cannot double-double in this spot if he don't fill out. Um, outside of that, no real interest in Philly. On the Dallas side, as always, if you're playing cash game, Luca is always a nice little plug-in for your cash games. I won't be having too many, too much exposure in uh, myself. Um, I feel like there's some, there's some other value you can get uh, for your cash game without going up to 12k for Luca. GPP purposes, I really do feel like Tyree is in a great spot. Um, it helped me out the other night uh, when he was only 5% owned. Um, and I forgot who they played, but he actually ended up having a better night. Oh, when they played Indiana, ended up having a better night than Luca. Um, I can actually see him being about 5% owned as well. Um, upside probably won't be the greatest, probably only going to give you about 45-50 in this matchup, but again, 10-game slate, you need to get any type of little value to just get an edge if you can, especially if the price tag is less than 10K on somebody who give you a 50-point upside. Moving on to the next game, Lakers versus the Bulls again. <laughs> um, first matchup wasn't the best for LeBron, but it seems like he didn't have too much rust. So if you're looking for a nice little cash game play, I do feel safe plugging James in this spot if he is playing. If Davis playing, he's always going to be considered a GPP play to me, especially if LeBron is in the game, since you never know what you're going to get out of AD at least this point. Um, but if you want to plug him in for a GPP, and he fits with the other pieces you have. Don't see anything wrong playing him. Uh, when it comes to cash games, I feel like I'm going to start most of my cash builds. Probably only going to have two cash lines tomorrow with both um, DeRozan and Levine. I really do feel like plugging both of those players in should give you about a floor of close to 80 points. And selling with those two players in a competitive game can always get you about 120, 130. But again, I would only use one if you're doing a GPP cash. I feel like both are playable. Um, outside of that, I don't have too much interest in any of the Lakers um, rotation players. Um, I might have some interest in Beasley as a GPP, but really don't see myself going after too many Lakers in this matchup. On the Chicago side, Always a dark throw with Patrick Williams when he's, you know, 5K or less. You never going to get much of an upside out of him. Might get a 30-point game out of him every now and then. DK points, that natural points. But 
if you're just looking for somebody who can get you the minutes, uh, Williams is always a good little look for that. Um, and if you really want to throw a dart, um, drumming for three sets would be somebody I might have a little interest in if I'm doing like a single entry um, GPP line. Moving on to the next matchup. Probably going to be an ugly matchup as well, but I actually do have some interest in this matchup. Um, Detroit versus Oklahoma City. The spread is looking pretty ugly <laughs> um, right now, but the point total is looking pretty lovely. Uh, right now, they got Oklahoma City um, by 11, and I'm pretty sure this point total is going to be about 135, 140. Uh, when it comes to this game, first person I'm going to plug and play on the Detroit side is actually Isaiah Livers. Um, I really do feel like this is going to be somebody I'm going to have both in my cash and GPP lineups. Um, I don't know why, but He's just been playing 30 minutes ever since the month of March, it seems like. And honestly, it might be safe to say, yeah, it's one of the safest um, minutes in the rotation for Detroit at this point. So for 4-9, I'm definitely going to have him in almost everything that I'm running tomorrow, unless some other news break. Um, when it comes to cash games, I really don't feel like Anyone on the Detroit side will be valuable for cash. Um, if you want to do GPP, uh, Jaden Ivey, Killian Hayes, they'd be rough a little dart throw. And if you want to see who's going to have a better game out of Bagley or Wiseman, that'd be worth a dart throw. But I won't be going there myself. Um, I might have a little bit of interest in... Um, and can I ever think of Odu's name? Magic player, um, RJ Hampton. Yeah, um, at three seven, he is getting 20 minutes. This should be a high scoring game. And if he gives you 20 minutes, you always have an upside of getting you about 20 actual points. So if I get there and I'm able to plug in a couple um, stars and scrubs that I like, I might actually throw him in a little GPP. On the Oklahoma City side, there's a lot of routes you could go with this since SGA is out. I feel like Giddy will be a great cash play and Williams will be a great cash play as well, but their ownership, I feel, will be a little too high for a um, GPP, so I won't have any interest there. Um, hmm. Honestly, I might need to go with another Isaiah. Um, Isaiah Joe for 4 8 he he's actually be, might be um, in a nice little, in a similar spot to Livers um, in this matchup. I really do feel like if he's getting 30 minutes, I, I really don't see him not getting to about 25, 30 DK points. Um, outside of that, you could throw a dart at um, Trey Mann, but that would only be a GPP play. Um, I don't remember the last time he got you more than 20 minutes in a game, but if he's able to get you 25 minutes in this matchup against the Pistons, I really do see like a ceiling of a 35-point night for 3-5. So GPP play, especially a single-entry GPP play, I really do see myself going to um, Trey Man. Going into the Nets matchup, the matchup uh, – I, I might have a little insight about um, 
Clippers versus Grizzlies. Um, I'm actually not going to be going to um, Kawhi as a spin-up in this matchup. Um, spot seems nice for him, but I actually have a little bit more interest in um, Zubak and Plumlee. I don't know which route I'm going to go. I feel like if I'm doing cash, I might go with Zubak, then take the 1K discount on Plumlee for my GPPs. But I do feel like both bigs are in a nice little spot in this matchup. Um, if you want to play cash games, options, I mean, why is a nice little cash game option, but I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to have any interest in Westbrook, but I do feel like he's going to have a nice amount of ownership. Um, Gordon might be somebody who's going to have about 10% ownership as well, but I really don't see myself going there. Um, Nicholas Batum might be worth looking at GPPs. Um, he does have a nice little upside, but I, I really don't see myself rostering him. I feel like he's about 500, 700 too much. Um, yeah, outside of that, I really don't see myself rostering too many other Clippers. Um, on the Memphis side, of course, I'm going to be looking at Luke Kennard playing against his Clippers for the first time, I want to say. For 5-4, I really do feel like you get a nice little, uh, oof, man, I want to say probably four or five three-pointers going in for him if he gets, what, 20 minutes that he's been getting. Um, outside of that, Ja is out. So, I mean, I really do feel like this is going to be chalky, but Jones is definitely in play. But I sit too, I feel like he's a little priced up. And I feel like you get other value elsewhere. But if you want to play that in cash, I really don't see anything wrong with that. Um, GPP-wise, um, really don't see anything on the Memphis size outside of Xavier Tillman that I'm going to play as a GPP. Um, He's he been having, what, 30 points nights for the past three games. So he might be a little chalky. But I feel like on a 10-game slate, you could get him at 10% or less. So he might be worth a look in GPPs for me. Um, next game, Utah-San Antonio. That's going to be one of the ones I'm skipping. Like I said, this one's going to have news going out throughout the day. So keep in, keep in touch with all the news so you can make the best pivot because there will be value in this matchup. Next game. Minnesota at Phoenix. It's going to be the return of KD. And also um, my favorite GPP play of the night. Um, I really do feel like his ownership will be a little low. Um, I didn't read anything about a real minutes restriction on him. And I feel like this should be a competitive game since um, both teams are trying to um, get the right playoff positioning at the moment. So with a 235 total, I really see myself playing KD in GPPs, playing Booker in cash, then running KD back with either Chris Paul or Jasakoji. Um, reason I feel like Jasakoji is a nice little run back with um, KD and GPPs is his passing ability is actually a little bit better than people give him credit for. 
So I feel like with KD on the floor, I know the sample size was kind of small. I really do feel like he can probably rack up a couple of assists, you know, three or four. And then he can also rack up about three or four three-pointer attempts. Um, kind of, you know, little Royce O'Neal type of spot that um, Brooklyn had with him. Um, Chris Paul, always a nice little run back when KD's on the floor. I want to say, what, in that small sample size, he probably hit 10 assists in, what, two of the four games he played with KD? Um, outside of that, don't really have too much interest in Phoenix. Um, definitely going to be waiting on the news on the Minnesota side. I do feel like if Cat plays this game, I will have interest in them in both cash and GPPs. And I would have a lot of interest in them in cash if Edwards is out, more so interest in them in GPP if Edwards is in. Um, I feel like Anderson might be a little chalky, but I do feel like he'll be valuable for cash game if and if um yeah, Edwards and Cat is out. Um Josh McDaniels would also be a nice little cash game play if both of those players are out as well. Um, outside of that, don't really have too much interest in any of the players on either team. And now the last game of the slate, which is also going to be one of these ones where half of one team is going to be out and the other team is going to be trying to get their first, um, playoff burst since what, 2006? Um, I really do see this being a crazy point total. We don't have a point total yet. All we know is that the Kings are favored by 12.5. And I feel like with what Portland is rostering, they're going to be favored by a little bit more than that. So, um, definitely, um, go, I, I, I don't see Portland covering this spread. Um, but on the Sacramento side, when it comes to DFS, I feel like, the starters are in a good spot, but I do feel like they priced up a little bit. But if you're trying to play some GPPs, Fots and Saponis probably will be nice GPP plays, especially when a lot of people think of this game is going to be a blowout. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get there myself, but when it comes to um, my GPP plays, I'm looking more at the bench players, mainly um, Mitchell and Lowes. Uh, both of those are three nine, and I really do feel like in this spot they do have a ceiling to probably hit thirty points. But as always, their floor could only be about ten. So I really just look at that as a GPP play. And another dart throw, I probably won't get there myself, but if you could talk yourself into it, um, Kessler Edwards. Um, I really do feel like um, in this matchup, um, anybody who could just stretch it out shoot. Honestly, even uh, Terrence Davis are in for a chance to be GPP valuable. Um, on the Portland side, I really just gonna go one or two ways. Um, I might go Keon Johnson since he's only 5K. Um, definitely probably gonna be more of my um, cash game play. Um, also, you could throw Little in as a cash game play, but for GPP, I never thought I would say this in my life, but Kevin Knox, I will be using Kevin Knox in a GPP lineup if the slate started right now. At 4-2, giving him 
30 minutes. Um, I, I really don't see anything going wrong, but at the same time, the only thing that comes to my mind with Kevin Knox is the whole little thing with Zion Williamson um, in the little <laughs> summer game. Um, outside of that, I do feel like when news come out, there might when new comes out for a starting lineup, you might actually get a little bit more value from this game. Um, Jabari Walker might get a little interest in me in um, both cash and GPP if he actually is confirmed as a starter. Um, if not, um, might have a little interest in um, Eubanks. But that's basically the slate for tonight. Um, and now for Thrive Fantasy, I got three plays that I like. If you're not on it yet, Thrive Fantasy, always list a couple props. All you got to do is just choose more or less. These props don't adjust. And if you actually get the most right on the slate that night, so to win yourself an easy couple grand. So I got three plays that I actually do like tonight. And for some odd reason, I'm on the over tonight. Um, first one is Kyrie over 24.5 points. Like I said, I really do love this spot for the guards on Dallas, especially if Embiid is out. Um, Donchit over 9.5 assists. Again, really do like the spot for both of them in this matchup. Honestly, I feel like both of them could get a double-double with assists in this spot if um, Embiid's out. And the third play that I like is DeMar DeRozan over 25.5 points. Like I said, he's one of my favorite cash game play of the night, especially going up against this Laker team who actually not the best defensively when LeBron is on the floor. Feels odd saying, but typically when LeBron's on the floor with this new roster, their um, defense isn't um, as great as when um, LeBron is off the floor, so... Um, hopefully we don't see too much Vanderbilt out there tomorrow night and um, the Frozen to give, give us a classic uh, 34 points, no three-pointer game. Um, outside of that, I do like two props that should be available on um, sportsbooks, sports betting apps tomorrow. Um, first one is actually going to be for my Clippers. If you're able to get um, Plumlee at who um, really do feel like if you get them at about 14 PRA, I will go to over on that. And if you're able to get Zubak at 19.5 PRA, I will go to over on that. Um, I don't really see any lines on Sportsbook just yet, but they should go around those numbers. Then for Kyrie, if you're able to get them at a 2.5 three-pointer prop, I really would take the over on that. Um, I know I said the points for Thrive, but I feel like his three-pointer prop is gonna be um it's it's gonna be in a nice spot, especially if um it beads out. Um outside of that, uh, you can find my work, my picks, talking about all levels of basketball. We got the Euro League playoffs coming up soon. We got some more Final Four talk to go through soon. We got the WNBA started soon. You can find me at Twitter at OrangeDFS. 
always talking about basketball. And as always, let's get this money. Let's take down this slate. Later.